Smartcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. So, guys, um, I am happy that we're doing this live in studio. You guys know that we've been on a budget, so we've been doing it via Zoom. <laughs> it is more exciting in person. It is. Yeah. It's good to see you guys. Do you guys still think faces. Jeffrey's still going to get in trouble? Always. <laughs> you are. I, I think you like playing slick. the villain because the villain's I, always a popular one. I honestly That's don't. That's fine. I honestly you don't. You love I just, it. Apparently, I just do a really good job at sticking my foot in my mouth. And then wiggling your toes a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if I'm a step in it, I'm going to have fun in it. You I don't try to, but hey, we you hear are a perfect tourist man. You are the he perfect really stereotype of a tourist man. Oh what does that God. mean? I'm caring. I am funny. Uh-huh. I'm lovable. You're stubborn. <laughs> no, we love it. We love it ten toes down. Um, I, I I posted something yesterday on my Instagram that I think shocked a lot of people. I said, hey, if I've hurt you this year, I just need you to know I mean it. Stop playing with me. <laughs> and people were like, oh, my God, I thought you were an emotional intelligent. Yeah, I'm emotionally intelligent and being honest that y'all play with me too much. Yeah. And it was so funny. My friend and I were talking. I won't say her name, but we were talking about how when you're somebody who gives a lot of grace, people don't know that you can take cheat meals. Yeah. Like one day I can just what stop. What do you mean? Like if you're somebody who every time people lie on you, you keep it cute. For, for, for the consensus like you know I'm gonna vent a little bit but I'm gonna keep it cute uh, okay. if they put you in jail I'm gonna keep it cute yeah. that yeah. big piece of tea that would yeah. ruin all of this shit right now yeah. brunch will be over yeah. I'm gonna keep it cute right <laughs> when people are used to you doing that they never realize that you can unchoose that at any moment oh, yeah. you can yes I had 24 hours yesterday where I just thought about all the chaos I could cause if one day I stopped giving a fuck. Right. Do y'all ever think about that? You're a cancer. I know you do. Yes. I mean, sometimes I'm actually causing chaos, too. Oh, wow. Sometimes I do choose violence. So like, I feel like a lot of times when we are um, trying to figure out how to show grace and how to show our ass, how do you guys pick a cheat meal? Because I feel like I might be due for one, but I'm, I'm trying to make sure that I'm not just PMSing and choosing violence because of hormones. <laughs> when my, like... I start twitching <laughs> when it's oh. like when I get that, that Arthur fist <laughs> and I can't control it. That's that's when I don't choose grace. But otherwise, you know, I'm I'm always giving grace. I I think I'm, I sometimes enable people by giving too much grace. So I realize that what I'm going to start doing is disengaging earlier. But that's helpful. Honestly, that is, yeah. yeah. I just know. I always say there were a lot of times in my life where I was extended grace. Oh, here we go with the guilty right. grace. <laughs> How many minutes we were into the show? Every Three saint, minutes. Every saint has a past. Every Jeffrey, saint has a future. Jeffrey, when are you, you going to work through this guilt so you can start telling people the truth about them showing their asses? <laughs> That's mean. Oh my God. Accountability <laughs> is mean. Okay. That's the first heart take. The first thing I want to say is I'm I'm so sad you guys missed the 11 11 party. But I'm happy that you guys got, got to eat the food. Oh, and I did. The food that kept it. Jeffrey wrote me. He was like, You were such a Haitian of somebody. She sent me the bag. First, you got you saw the bag of food. Everything was wrapped and labeled. She texted me then the instructions for heating, what was supposed to be hot, what was supposed to be I cold. I want you to enjoy your what meal. What was frozen because her friends put it in the freezer. She even put that in the note. And then it was a bottle of wine, and even the silverware was wrapped. Up, I said, Blue, you are somebody's Haitian daughter. Right. Yes. It's just home training. I didn't get no wine. Oh, because you, I thought like you always have wine. And plus you had more food. So here's uh, the thing okay. with you is Lulu's container was so big. It was a picnic basket for two. Uh, she packed for you and I don't know. Are we saying names? 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, right. <laughs> oh you, she's claiming her man. Back for you and I know this is a new day for okay, me. That's I know. Hi, Laron. Ask permission. Oh my God, we actually said his name on the, the thing. <laughs> hi, Laron. We're all saying hi to you. Hi. That's amazing that you're in a relationship that you're you're willing uh, to claim. Um, do you know who uh, might not get claimed? Uh, this is an update Uh-oh. from a, a, a show that we had previously. Oh, no. Northwest. I really think that Kim Kardashian is going to put her up for adoption. <laughs> Um, Kim has now come forward in a she's new still article. Onions. She's still eating onions, but now she's also scamming the neighbors. According to Kim Kardashian, <laughs> I love this. Kid. North, she, the angry black woman that lives inside of Northwest gives me so much love. That is Donda reincarnated. She scamming these folks? Well, apparently to Kim, she's a, a lemonade stand. If you're a stranger or look like you're part of the general population, she charges you twenty dollars. If you're one of Kim's friends, she charges you twenty. Wait, you said twenty for both. No, two dollars. Okay, oh, you said twenty. At oh first. my bad. Yeah, it's two dollars <laughs> for the average person and twenty for Kim's friends. But what? so Kim's I friends were, were walking up and seeing the sign that says two dollars and hang her twenty, and she'd say, "I don't have change." <laughs> and then and then she would send them away and Kim was getting calls that, pe- that people like your dog scammed me $20 for some lemonade okay my question is I'm pretty sure they live in a locked Calabasas. compound in a compound yeah. what normal people are just walking around the Kardashian basically anybody block. who's not a reality star blue pays is, $2 <laughs> blue is going down to Inglewood running scams that's what's happening not blue I'm not sorry not blue right um, <laughs> we <laughs> both over here you better think about blue ivy can you imagine though if blue ivy, blue I, ivy I think blue ivy is running that family though. she's a Capricorn blue ivy cannot be in Inglewood northwest maybe North- but, <laughs> wait like, I have a question why would northwest Northwest being Inglewood and not Blue she Ivy. She would not be, but I feel like Northwest would not be recognized. Blue Ivy would. That's yeah. true. So you know who that. else would be recognized? I love these segues. Lauren Hill. She because I want to make sure that we circle back for journalistic integrity. <laughs> we talked about Lauren saying, "Y'all lucky I even showed up." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lauren got mad again and posted oh. a 13 minute video. Jesus. <laughs> Because she said you guys took it out of context. I was like, well, context is 13 minutes, man. We had to cut it down. <laughs> what she really said was that the clip was taken out of context because she was saying that her mother and her tribe helped her deal with so many hardships and that she had to make so many sacrifices to be on tour that her fans are lucky she even is allowed able to tour with all the things that she's had to face. Mm. And she said, that's what I meant. You see how short that took you? Yeah. <laughs> it took her 13 minutes. minutes. <laughs> so my question is, does that still, like, doesn't everybody have kids? And responsibilities when they go on tour? I think so. But I think that because it's like for entertainment purposes, she has less grace. And she's like, I'm just doing the best I can with what I got. Well, the thing, like, too, though, it's just shaky it's, to it's, it's, it's not, not like Lauren was 30, maybe even 40 minutes late. Lauren Hill could be up to two hours late for a concert. Yeah, I know. That's why I don't go. I think it's more than two hours. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think two hours is, is a good night. They're like, oh, it's only two hours. <laughs> yeah. We might actually get home the same day. <laughs> I mean, at a certain point, she might as well just lean into it. Like, she it's her thing well. now. No, yeah. but she, I don't think she's taking the feedback, though. I think she thinks we're all nuts. <laughs> I, w- I would rather she say, hey, guys, I have timelineness. Okay, I got a little of the ADHD. Uh, I, I can't tell Tom my bad for being four hours late all the time. And then she still gets it to us. Manage their expectations, probably. Right? Yeah, I think now she's doing the whole. I'm I'm an old black legend, and so it is yeah. what it is. Y'all are gonna have to I just die mad. I saw Lauren Hill during um, Essence Fest. How she was it? Came out. It was great. She had to be on time because it was somebody else's set. It wasn't her set. I mean, so yeah. she, she really have to. I feel like she still would have found a way to be right. right. <laughs> <laughs> she was there when she was supposed to be there. So I got to see her, and she did sing some of her songs. So. I never have to pay to go to a Lauryn Hill concert because I have seen her once. I ain't got to worry about time restrictions, her being mad, none of that. <laughs> yeah, none of that. I'm a little, I'm a little nervous about her as an act because I don't think she's aging gracefully in her icon status. Mm-hmm. I see people like Missy Elliott who are like getting. Have you seen Missy's mom by the way? Yes. Why does Missy's mom look like she and I went to high school together? Like, mm-hmm. how you look younger than your daughter? Do- yeah, that's. A, I need to that's know what the thing. skincare routine is. Right. But no, there's some people who are like Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they're icons and legends, and when you see them, your heart melts. I feel like Lauren Hill is going to turn into a punchline if she doesn't chill out. 
I, I mean, she's to... already a punchline. They always late. Right, yeah. yeah, but she now she now that she's angry. Look what happened to Anita Baker. <laughs> I can't clean my house because I think of violence towards Babyface. I was going to say, poor Babyface. He got hit with them straight. He is. He's Kenny's such a nice man. What did he, she say about him? She was cussing him out on his fans because she, I'm not even going to get into the Anita Baker a tea. I'm going to let you Google that because right. I don't want to get derailed by that. There is a serious matter that we do have to talk about. Uh-oh. I'm pouring another drink. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let, I'm, I'm going to take a sip because this is one degree of separation for most people in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. You guys know that as I was coming out of teaching class last Wednesday, my phone blew up with a bunch of people DMing me saying, you were right, you were right about Kiki and her baby daddy. Mm -hmm. What they were referencing is I made a video three months ago explaining that the amount of malice and resentment it took for him to make that tweet spoke to something much more sinister and that I was worried that that was smoke where there was fire. Okay. And so people, when they saw the family drama that's going on with Kiki, they all blew up my DMs. For those of you who might be under a rock, don't have Wi-Fi or the Shade Room or Hollywood Unlocked, uh, Kiki has filed a restraining order against the father for child, Darius, because she's alleging that he is harmful to her and her son. And she released still shots of what appears to be him being um, physically forceful with her. Right. Now, this is tricky for me. Number one, on one hand, Kiki follows me. We have a bunch of friends in common. You know, I, I tend to talk about her in a space that's compassionate. On the other hand, um, some of Darius's friends have told me his side off the record. Okay. <sighs> so what are you willing I to mean, share? What do y'all think? Right. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't have But what space. do y'all think of what y'all have seen so far of the kerfuffle from Usher and the concert and you how a mom Usher in that dress? Usher's sitting there like, now how I get in it? <laughs> oh, speaking it. of Usher, the, uh, Darius's side of the family, allegedly, a, a source, has released uh, Kiki's mother cussing out Darius about the Usher tweet. Oh, it's online. I saw yeah, it on Yeah, saying, um... well, why this dumbass scared about Usher? Usher be sleeping with the mans and mm -hmm. da 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 Now she's like, how I get in it again? <laughs> right, yeah. And now all the gay boys say, on Twitter said they're going to see the Usher concert before the end of the year. That's one His of... His sales have skyrocketed mean, in the community. Great. I mean, good for him. <laughs> I've only been here for the Kiki's mama and his mama drama because mm -hmm. they got into it and she sent a, that old Barbara Shirley text message. <laughs> that was what started I mean, she's planning to shoot him. Yes. She, yes. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's um, more than Shirley. I mean, in all seriousness though, like I'm, I don't have space or tolerance for any man that puts his hand on a woman. So yeah, Darius, I'm don't really care what your reasons are. If you don't Ooh. have self control or restraint, then uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not here for it. Yeah, I, I, I really do think once you put your hands on someone, unless the the, the video was released. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things his friend said is like, why did she release the stills and not the video? And I was like, you're making this even awkward. It's a Sunday for me. I just want to eat my rice. Sorry, even if last she night. did hit him, even if she got up in his face, I'm sorry, you do not put your hands on a woman. I totally agree. And, and, and part of what he's alleging is he's not hitting her. He's trying to get something from her that she confiscated. So then that gets tricky, right? And so my thing is, if you've, how do I say this nicely? The minute you showed your ass online with that tweet, any good favor you had went out the it's window. It's gone. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like, I, it's almost too little too late because the minute you tried to publicly and maliciously, let's be honest, I 100% yeah. yeah. believe that action was malicious. You have one act of malice on the record against someone who has 20 years of good favor. Yeah. You screwed yourself already. Even if you were trying to get your keys and that's why it's a picture, not a video, because you would, they would have shown you innocently trying to grab your keys from somebody, but it looks salacious as a still shot. Even if that was the case... You shot yourself in the foot three months ago. It was also when the Usher Kiki thing happened. Um, his old tweets didn't he tweet something about Mike Brown? Oh, he tweeted about and the Mexicans. Like yeah. he likes Trump. Like, like he's he a lot of stuff. Who he is. He lost all the grace. Period. So yeah, and and the thing is too in L. A. I think the things that are considered manipulative in the rest of America and the industry are considered like breathing air. 
Mm-hmm. Like perfect example, if we're doing this podcast right now and there's a moment of strife or a kerfuffle, mm-hmm. easily I tell the producer to cut it off and we continue. Sure. Right. And we pick it from where we left off. That would look fake to a layperson. Like, how do you just pause life? Because we're on camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how that works. Right. To us, we don't think of it as fake or manipulative because we're in the industry. So I, I wonder if a lot of what he's going to allege is her being fake. It's just regular industry shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Even if she is, you don't put your hand on a woman. I'm sorry. You don't. I, I, just, I just don't have space for it. I'm sorry. And then Serana's got in it. Oh, man. <laughs> Serana's, this is tricky. Because <laughs> everybody, you can't go to the Soho house for Margarita and I run Wait, wasn't, was it Serana's? No, I'm sorry. That was our other friend. I was say the girl that was on Summer House. Oh, was, <laughs> Norman. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't want to say his no, name. No, no. We're going to talk about that bitch. <laughs> Look, okay. Y'all know that I am pro black. I am pro woman. I am anti misogyny. I'm all the things. I'm also pro lying. And one of our good friends, Norman, which is probably one of the most emotionally intelligent men I've ever met. And people don't think that because he's so attractive. They think he must be a fuckboy. Mm-hmm. And Norm is such a good dude that watching this girl stalk him for two years, watching her stalk my page and send me their sex tape. So this is not hearsay. <laughs> and then watch her go on Summer House and lie on my friend. Let me tell you, I blew up Twitter that day. What did she say? She went on Summer House and was basically acting like some actor from Insecure lied on her and she was getting death threats from crazed fans and her sisters had to hold her down. Sisterhood, sisterhood, black woman, black woman. You a damn lie. You stalked my friend for two years I mean, and I, I saw would, it in my own eyes. Usually I'm very much a, you know, two sides to every story, but, we were there. Seeing, but seeing her on Summer House, I was like, she's doing nothing she's batshit. to help her. Like, Latasha, this girl was insane. <laughs> It she was insane on camera. That, that was yeah. the camera her. And that's the real probably life her? why they, they cast her because it was like, yes. Yeah, right. but I think Bravo had a responsibility not to cast somebody who with an active stalking case while she's around other single men. Because the reason why the stalking case became a, a thing on, on the, the, the show was that one of the guys liked her mm-hmm. until he read the story about Norm. Oh. And the next day was being funny to her. So she's like, why don't you want to flirt with me anymore? He's like, I heard you, you stalk somebody from insecure. <laughs> like, like, I don't need that in my life. And so the whole thing came out because of that. And I was like, he found it within the first day in the house. Bravo couldn't have found it. You know Bravo found they it. They found it. They, just waiting for they, it. they probably fed it to him. Well, yeah. you guys, when Summer House comes out, Norman and I have talked about this. He will be coming on the show to tell his side, including receipts. He won the case. In the court of law, she pled guilty, okay? <laughs> so this is not, I can now legally say, this girl stalked my friend for two years and because she was a woman, the police didn't do anything about it. Ruined his life. Mm. And I think a lot of times we don't think about men being battered. Um, but I do think that a lot of times when you're in an abusive relationship, that's where the term trauma bonding makes sense. I was talking about this. We, we improperly use trauma bonding as a psychological term. Trauma bonding is a psychological term. You guys can make up spiritual versions to cover the fact that you guys didn't Google the actual word. But as a psychological term, it's when someone abuses you and then you bond with them. Mm-hmm. I can Tina, right? We use it improperly as, oh, me and my girl, we're, tra- we're bonding over trauma. That's not what it actually means. Mm-hmm. I think what Darius and Kiki allegedly had, it does sound like a trauma bond. Because it went from I love my man to the next day he's making fun of you in front of everybody to the, the birthday y'all celebrating together, listening to Sade at the, at the, at the bar, drinking beers. Like, we couldn't keep up because I think she couldn't keep up. Yeah. Have you guys ever been in a domestic violence situation, either one of you, that you... Not in a way, like, you don't have to give names. <laughs> Wait a minute, do not give people's names. We do not have the money. I don't want to talk. <laughs> but have you ever been in one? We've known each other a long time. <laughs> you know, we <laughs> We'd have been around a We'd lot around of around situations. <laughs> Wait a minute, why are you talking like Charlie Murphy and, and <laughs> Charlie Murphy. <Listen. laughs> um, I have not been in a domestic situation, fortunately, so... 
that I mean, and also I always think about like what kind of space was Kiki in when she chose him. I'm mm. like curious to think about that, and I'm absolutely not blaming her. Like I do not think it's her fault, and also I think that a lot of times with black women. I mean, people in general, like, we like to think the best out of someone. And even if they're not exactly where you want them to be, like, you think, oh, maybe they can grow into it. Or maybe they are in therapy. Maybe they are working on a build a bear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so and I think with her, since she's so famous and she's had, like, situations where she's probably, like, they showed that clip of her with Steve Harvey. She was like, I was trying to date somebody you hooked me up with and he was crazy, Steve. And then she had that situation with Trey Songs. I don't know. And nobody believed that. her. Nobody they found her. Yeah. And so I'm like, she probably was like, you know what? Let me just get a regular dude. Like, this is probably easier. He'll be low key. He's my friend's brother. Spar so my he, friend's we, brother. We, we kind of already know each other. Spoiler yeah. alert. No. I, I, I really feel bad for all parties involved because I feel like for you to be in that situation, it eats away at everybody's self-esteem. Mm -hmm. I still think that if he really did hit her, he's a piece of shit for that. So sure. this is not me excusing what he's done. It's me really being sad about the ecosystem that creates him. Yeah. Like the kind of ecosystem where your brother's is on this popular show and your girlfriend is Kiki fucking Palmer and you are working for your girl. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If you're not someone with strong self-esteem and a strong core and people holding you accountable, it's very easy to become a supervillain as a way of feeling powerful. But I think that happens to men a lot. Like yeah. they, they keep talking about how they were like, what are you bringing to the table? What kind of job you got? I want to go 50-50. They really want like submissive bread winners. We're actually going to do an episode about that next week. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. yeah, we're going to do, do a submissive breadwinner episode because Lulu is very passionate about asking y'all how. How, how do, do I submit and also pay all your bills? Yeah, like I, <laughs> the math is not math. Yeah, hold on to that question because that's going to be next week's episode. We're going to talk about our deal breakers and do we think we could be submissive and what we feel about the word submissive. Yes. Okay. Because that's going to be interesting to that unpack from different genders. Especially uh, with Jeff Jeffrey, I got, yeah. <laughs> he's going to get canceled for sure. <laughs> 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 I am going to be sober. Right. Yeah, no, no. I will make sure. Jeff, come as your full self. It's great right. for the ratings. Please have a, a big old jug of something. No, I really feel bad for Kiki. And honestly, I'm going to say something controversial but brave uh, uh -oh. to, to, to quote Eric Andre. Um, I love it when you call yourself brave, that's good. Controversial but brave, yes. <laughs> I think moving forward, if I if I meet someone who thinks I'm too good for them, I'm going to believe them. You have to. You yeah, really do. and a lot. And if a someone lot says times, you're too good for me, I'm like, maybe you're right. And a lot of times, uh, men are jealous of you, even the ones who date you. I've had a lot of men that I have tried to have relationships with, be intimidated by who I am, and then pretend to be me to their next girlfriend. Mm. And then pretend to be you. T wait, what? Everything they <laughs> learn from me, every, com every <laughs> sorry, you are drunk. <laughs> No, that. seriously, okay. like, it's called swagger jacking on the streets, Jeffrey. Mm -hmm. It's when someone has proximity to you through dating or friendship, they see your style and they're intimidated by it, but as soon as you're out of the picture, they emulate it. Mm. So every single time, literally for the past five years, this has always happened, I, tr I, I try to date somebody, they say they're intimidated or think I'm too deep, which by the way, I think too deep is such a ridiculous thing to say to somebody. I'm, I'm not the fucking C, okay? I'm a person. So they'll be like, oh, you're too deep. Or I can't keep up. Whatever, whatever. Basically, translation, I'm intimidated by your power. Mm -hmm. And the next relationship, they pretend to be me. Mm. And the girl who they're courting is falling in love with the me that lives in them. Like, bitch, you don't even like him. You like me. <laughs> and it's weird watching a man pretend to be you because then I have to reconcile with, you were jealous of me the entire time I was Wait, trying so to smash? Like you, you keep in touch with him after you realize it ain't No, because what happens is because I'm in the industry and everybody that I've had relationships with, you know I'm very secretive about who I sleep with. <clears throat> 
they all are people who are in the same ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And so if somebody like tags them on a congratulations, because you know if we're on deadline or something, we're always shouting each other out for little wins. I'll see them across my feed and I'll see a clip. And in the clip, they're literally pantom- like repeating verbatim something they heard me say as me, but with a dick. <laughs> And I'm like, what? And then their, their, their girlfriend's like, yeah, get it, King. You know, you know astrology because you have a Mars and Mercury. And a bl- I'm like, wait, why are y'all talking? Like, it's weird. And it's happened several times where the universe has made me see it. There's one person, I won't say his name. You should. Who, I'm not. Because <laughs> the way my lawyers are set up, I only have one. And he's tired of me. Um, I literally had an argument with him about something. A, like a really, really passionate argument. He booked a TV show and the clip was him saying my side of the argument. That's and everybody's saying, oh my God, you're so involved. You're such a good black man. And I'm like, you cussed me the fuck out that night when I made that argument. And now you on TV? Maybe he went home and sat with it. And then copied and pasted it? I mean, he yes. might have saw the light. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they all saw the light after I left. Yeah. <laughs> and now all their girlfriends are trying to impress... Me, through them. Yep. No, I think it's nasty. I think being swagger, I don't want anybody who wants to be me. I want somebody who's so strong in themselves mm-hmm. that we're learning from each other. Sure. Mm-hmm. Lulu, how do you feel being in a relationship with someone who is clearly so uh, comfortable in his masculinity? Because we've talked about how much I love that for you. Right. He's Master Splinter. <laughs> I call him Master Splinter, seriously. That's what we call him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a tall, strong-backed <laughs> black man. Uh, he's very attractive. I'm trying to be respectful. I've been told the way I talk about people's partners can be a little a little uh, naughty. So I'm, I don't know what it is. I think I talk like, like a dirty old man when I'm talking about I sexy like time. Because you're nasty, too. And then there's Jeff. <laughs> right. <laughs> but Jeff is single over here, so we ain't talking about partners. By choice. Jeffrey, you have broken the hearts of a third you of the... You just asked Lutasha a question. <laughs> oh, my bad. She, she pivoted it to you. Okay, Lutasha, how does it feel to be with a black man who you are not worried about emasculating? Um, it's actually extremely refreshing. Ugh, because... I want that for me. For me, like, I've realized... I've had men who are also jealous of me. I won't say I was going as far as they swaggerjacked me, but I've realized later, like, some of the the way that they talked to me and like the way they treated me that they were like jealous and they were trying to dim my light. Mm. And um, <clears throat> in addition to that, one time I was dating this guy and I'll never get, forget this because I'm like always talking shit. And so he was like, so you just, you just be talking shit all the time? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is a valid question, Natasha. Why are you talking shit all the time? It's so fun. Like, <laughs> get ready. <laughs> it's like, don't start. I'm like, Ugh. I'm going to start. <laughs> you on thin ice. Right. Mama's ice skating. Right. <laughs> wow. So you're a habitual line stepper. I am. And so, but the thing, and I remember I told my brother about that. He was like, not only do you have to date somebody who is okay that you talk so much shit, they like have to like it. Damn, like that's a tall to, like, order. Actually, it is a tall order, and it's very, it's very specific too. So I think that sometimes, for me specifically, men like the idea of me, mm. but then when they like hang out with me, they're like, "Hmm, she, she's still talking that bullshit. <laughs> she, <laughs> she did just beat me in bowling, and now she talking shit again." Oh, you don't, oh, don't, like, don't beat a man in a in a game. I learned the hard way that even the most evolved dude. Yeah, I, I had somebody get mad at me because he was like, he was really proud of himself and being smart. Like that was his thing. And yeah. I was like, I like that you go to Columbia. It's cute. Yeah. And one day he was talking about how hard it was for him having a genius IQ and X, Y, and Z. He's like going on this whole thing. And I, I was like, oh, I took one of those tests too when I was little. And he gave me his number like, yeah, well, my number is X, Y, and Z. And I was like, oh, my number is so-and-so. And my number was like five points higher than his. Mm-hmm. I didn't get sex for a week. <laughs> what? He was so, like, you could literally see his spirit leave his body. Mm-hmm. 
because it was such a big thing for him and it was not a big thing for me but my IQ was higher sure this man got mad at me because my IQ was five points higher than his yeah because like I've never given told a man my IQ don't worry about it I can read well like uh, another thing is that some people well everyone is very specifically insecure about something uh, so maybe it's like not a thing for you but it could be different for somebody else it's the funniest thing to me that <laughs> I have found that men are intimidated by when it comes to women uh -huh. so me <laughs> <laughs> the gays feel different me, right. what about right. me so no we did we me and uh, our other friend jessica nabongo hey we love we jessica did a, we had a survey one day mm -hmm. and we um surveyed seven men mm -hmm. age ranges i think all of them were in their early to mid 30s somewhere around there and then we had like two or three that were uh early 40s and because Jessica had brought up, um, I was like, if you go on a first date, Jessica drives a very expensive luxury vehicle. And I was like, Jessica, I just know you pull up to a date in your car, step out, heels, dressed to the nine. Like, these men are like yeah. panting, like mouth on the ground, like, damn, that is a boss move. And Jessica, she said, no, men are intimidated. They, they hate do that not shit. like they that. Hate it. They and hate I was it. like, what? Because I'm just thinking to me, I'm like, you pulling up, not that the car matters, but it's just like, this looks sexy. So that's what started the survey, and we called. And she, I think she picked all the guys. We called seven straight men, and of the seven, five of them, they, they oh, the question was, would you be uh, turned on, neutral, or would you be turned off? Five of them would have been turned off, and the reasons were because they ranged from <laughs> she can't afford her lifestyle to the cartel must be paying for wait, it. Wait, 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 wait. Like, the cartel. How did you get the car? Mm, she trying to floss and like she's trying to be Hollywood and look like she can, but she can't really afford it. Who's paying for it? It was wow. so many yes. ex, like reasons, and I was like, I was like, wait, what? Like, and we know Jessica. Jessica. Has earned her car. She takes she care of her lifestyle her herself. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. nobody's paying for her. Oh, car. let's put some respect on Jessica's name. Jessica is the first black woman to travel to every, every country, country in the, the world. world. She's, yes. uh, she's literally made history. Literally. Yeah. So she didn't get a handout. Lifestyle taken care of by herself. And what's for people to think like, oh, somebody's paying for it. She men, can't afford it. It's living above her means. Men. I was like, that is insane. They've done a study on that. You know, they said that the the more a woman makes, the smaller her pool of man gets. Yeah. Yes. And but, the less attractive so, she is. Yeah. So so like when when we are successful, we become less attractive. And they say if you're successful and your IQ is ab above a certain level, you only have like a two percent chance of finding your person. How do you think I feel? The only yeah. two though that were like that said the turned on. Yes, they would be turned on. They were like forty two and forty three. They were tired. Life experience. Well, I tell you, find you a tired man. Emotionally involved, therapy involved. Like, but all of the thirty. Things they yeah. were like, ah, she's living above her means. Oh, I don't trust it. When one of them said the cartel is paying for her lifestyle, this underscores my 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 mantra is you need to find a man who's tired of his own shit. I can't make you tired of your shit. You have to be tired of your own shit so that you can actually want us to learn from each other and me not constantly dealing with I your I was so sure trauma. it was going to be some yes, that would be a turn on. But they were all like, oh. mm, how is she paying for it? Oh, is she just trying to like look fly? And I'm like, she literally, this is the car she drives. That's her lifestyle. It's, yeah. it's literally her car. Yeah, it does. It, it's it's a thing. Like They like us when we look homeless. I get hit on more when I look homeless <laughs> than when I put in any effort. Like, I look like I just rolled out of something and the man was like, hey, yo, hey, yo. And one time somebody walked up to me, and this is so racist, guys, so I'm going <laughs> to oh, give a warning. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. That's when I knew, I was like, oh, my God, I can't be with a stupid man. Like, I have to be with somebody who's well-read. He was very attractive. He was very tall. Mm -hmm. I, I don't always hold my breath for tall because <laughs> you know how it is. And he walked up to me. He was like, yo, you are, your eyes are pretty. They're big, but they're chinky. I'm going to call you Big Chinky. And I said, sir, you will not <laughs> call me uh, that name. And 
I realized he was a little stupid, mm. right? Fine as hell, tall. He was dressed very nice. He probably makes money dribbling a ball or something of importance. But like, I realized, I was like, there's so much wrong in that sentence that I just think educationally, we are, are not a good fit. And it's the first time that I ever saw, realized that like, I can't be with somebody I think is stupid. Yeah. How tall? About 6'3". <laughs> you know what? <laughs> he was about 6'3". And, and I'm 5'8 and a half, 5'9 on a good day. <laughs> so you would have let some man rope on you saying problematic, Cruiser. racially, pro Cruiser. like tone deaf. You know, nothing wrong with a little nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody will be calling me Big Chinky. I just want y'all to, and that would not be the name of this that, that, episode. That's something to try to keep in the household. <laughs> really? slip up. Me, can you imagine if we were at like a press event and he had end up calling me Big Chinky? I at the would black hope guy. he ain't that dumb to do it right He was dumb enough to say it as his intro line, Jeffrey. <laughs> How you meet them is how you lose them. He ain't say it on the mic, though. So you would give us somebody who was big and fine and dumb. I mean, I feel like we all have. We're right. I'm wow. saying we all, we all, come on now. We, come, come on. on. You had a night. You've never the, dealt with a guy who was big and fine and dumb. And yes. Dumb. It was the best sex of my life and the worst year of my life afterwards. See? Well, anybody See? say for a year? I was talking about for No, I was digmatized. <laughs> no, know, I actually don't ever you know want to take that anymore. Keeping nobody around for no goddamn year. <laughs> a year? A year? Mm -mm. You guys, we, we, you, speaking of uh, keeping people around and uh, romantic or relationships, did y'all see that Jeezy and Nia Long video? I saw clips. I, saw I clip. couldn't get past the clips because the sexual yeah, tension was too much for me. Well, I, I just can't stomach Jeezy pretending to be like this wholesome. Wholesome. <laughs> you don't. You don't think he's tired too? Je Your can, name is I, Jeezy the Snowman. He can feasibly Yikes. be tired, but I felt like his whole relationship with Jenny Ma was a farce to begin with. Explain, friend. Elaborate. I feel like he, it was like he was trying to transition away from being the snowman, and he wanted somebody who you know, like looks good on paper yeah. and then also who is not black. So yeah. he's like, I feel like a lot of his, you know, people who know him, what he's famous for is for being Jeezy the snowman. And he was trying to, I don't think he's trying to escape being black, but I think he just wanted a broader audience to get mm -hmm. eyes on him. Yeah, And I think that that was like a, a play to do that. I'm sure she's a, a lovely woman who wants dark meat on the side. Oh, <laughs> first of all, we're talking about the, her racist comments about how, you know, white keeps her lean and mean and she likes her dark meat on the side. And then she ended up, you know, leaving her white husband and getting with a black man. And he made her a single mother. And he made her a single mother. She became the very stereotype that she probably uh, believed is, was a truth. I think what's really ironic is a lot of times when people are talking about why they like women who are not black, they somehow pivot back to why they hate black women, which is a weird way to it's talk so about what you like. Odd. And she, Jeannie Mai is, she's Asian woman, and Asian women have that stereotype of being docile, but Jeannie has been on the record saying that her mother verbally abused her father to the point where he left, and that she's herself verbally abusive, and that being with Jeezy was her first a relationship where she was not allowed to be verbally abusive. So the irony is that he has a woman who actually is probably more volatile than the black woman stereotype that he might have been running is from. Is she Korean or what what kind what type of Asian? I think she, she might be Korean. Because I was going to say my Korean friend told me that Korean women act like that. This is before They are verbally abusive. Yeah. Oh. And, and physically sometimes as well. She oh, wow. told me that her her mother stabbed her dad. Oh, oh wow. that's yeah, that's violent. I, yeah, and so oh, like, I, I, like I knew that I knew that they were like that and I was like she was like I don't even know why they say like that we're like I don't know if it's different for Japanese or Chinese or something like that, but I know Korean women, 
They don't fuck around with the fuck around. I just figured Jeezy, like you said, was trying to expand his audience to a different, you know, mm-hmm. different uh, whole new set of people. And she was trying to be a Kardashian, get a black man. She have really a black was. Baby. She really, she really, really was. Because she was talking about she didn't even want kids. Yeah. Now she got a baby with that whole man face. <laughs> and, and she's, I know, it looks like just like a like a light skin version of Jeezy. And even when she said that she didn't believe in submission and she was an independent woman, and who, what kind of loser would think that? And then she pivoted and she was like, I plan to submit when I get married. She did the whole thing where she camouflaged herself to be his ideal woman. Yeah, she mm. did. I I believe that as well. And then also like, I I it's it's just so exhausting like watching these women try to pretend to be black women and they just can't keep it up. Or they pick the worst parts of us <laughs> yeah, to emulate. Like, <laughs> I, I honestly Even the Kardashians they taking their shit out now. They're like, this yeah. Is exhausting. I, I really think that Tristan is karma. I love I love Tristan. For, him and his stank walk. Him and that family. Yeah, I haven't seen the walk. Oh my god. You haven't seen the walk? Uh-uh. I, I don't watch the Kardashians. No, I, the I clip is either. the I, clip is viral. Oh, I haven't, I haven't seen, seen the I haven't seen the walk, but all I know is he's a whole dirtbag and I love it. And him. just infiltrated that oh my whole god. family. It's, it's amazing. Well, you know what's happened after the he uh the Nia Long and Jeezy interview? Because that, that was a sexy interview. <laughs> there was lots of, yeah, black men don't cheat. And she's like, Oh, I can see that. You can see a lot when you're trying to jump somebody's bones. Like Nia looked like she was about to risk it off for her fifty third birthday with Jeezy. I feel like Nia just be talking to people sexy though sometimes, which I enjoy. But I don't <laughs> I don't think that she necessarily was into Jeezy. I was waiting for her to be like, nigga, please. I want to say eating, nigga, She was so eating bad. it up from the clips that I saw. Ugh. But here's the thing, right after that interview came out, um uh Jeannie Mai came out with a thirst trap. Oh. And so what question I wanted to ask you guys was have you ever been the person who intentionally posts a thirst trap or a deep quote um, after a breakup? Or my personal cringe fave, a combination of both where your booty's out, but you're, you're <laughs> quoting Socrates at the same time. Have y'all ever done one of those to lash out publicly after a breakup? I did once. You had your titties yeah, out? Yeah, one time, yeah. <laughs> I think the photo is still on my Instagram if you go down deep enough, yeah. Are you inviting people to go find your titties it's, out but picture? It's far down. I don't think nobody wants to. So I literally have never deleted a photo since whenever I got my Instagram. So I'm the same way. Oh, that's yeah. wild. Yeah, I love I'm it. It's just like a, it's a catalog of my life, and every moment is where I was at that, that uh, moment yeah, of my life. Yeah, I don't need to see all the moments, child. That's a lot. I'm talking about, remember, it used to be them real bad filters. Yeah, and yeah it was all yeah. orange. I got and all of those. I got yeah. X's on there, too, if you go back for yeah. it. Y'all need to stop inviting people to go through your stuff. But I have so many photos. I don't think nobody's going to want to go that far. Jeffrey, you bottom. really underestimate. They, they find you if you said the N-word back in 2013. So y'all have never done the thirst trap slash deep quote uh, get back. Not deep quote, but yeah, the thirst trap. Thirst yeah. trap for sure. Deep yeah. quote, no. I don't think I've ever posted a thirst trap in my life. Well, you need to get on board. All right. I remember one time Jeff, my, one of my New Year's, he told me, because we spent New Year's, he was like, what are your New Year's eat? Um, I always give assignments and tasks yes. to my friends. He told hey, me I need to start um, doing more thirst traps. I have never in my entire life done a thirst trap. I wouldn't even know how to do it with a straight face. I would just start laughing. You can laugh at them. Yeah. I do it all the time. Just, oh my God, it's so audacious. One good thirst trap yeah. that you just. You're gonna be, I can, be, I can barely, barely be serious. Yeah. Do you, you guys ever have people who know you online and then respond differently from seeing you physically in person? Like, do you ever have any weird reactions? Like, oh, you're taller than I thought, or oh, you're prettier than I thought. Do you ever have any of those reactions? One time this guy did tell me, and I was I was actually waiting to use, I shouldn't even tell you because I was gonna use that as a quote for a picture. No. <laughs> oh, I wanna hear this I now. <laughs> this guy told me he was like damn you really fine like in real life <gasps> oh that's beautiful he really told me that he was like really shocked like he was like looking at me for a second he was like damn like you really 
you really look like this. That's beautiful. I was like, yeah. how about you, Jeffrey? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> don't be modest Jeff, now, Negro. Jeff got fans. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Just say what, what, what the boys know. be saying. Any girls? Because they, they be asking me. I they be like, right. "What's up with Jeff?" And I be like, "Child, don't um, get off my line." It's some you know, people, Melissa asked about you once. Really? Mm-hmm. After she invited me to her birthday, and I was her her friend. Oh, let me stop. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, wow. I forgot she was kind of thirst trapping with you. But no, what was the 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 comment that you gotten the most? Um. Or it'd your be, favorite one? No, it really be like, oh, you're nicer in person. Not nicer, but Jeffrey, but you're just really nice. about how nice like, you are. Come on, what, what's the physical? Ain't one? nobody ever said that. <laughs> oh, you're so nice. No, he's so nice. With your big penis. Come right. on, what, what, what do they really be saying, Jeffrey? I'm <laughs> even nice to strangers. He's not nice to strangers. <laughs> it depends on the stranger. <laughs> Jeffrey my, don't like strangers, y'all. Friend, don't like strangers. I, no, it's he the strangers he's that a tourist. Fr- when y'all bring people around that I don't know. But when I'm like, me people, yes. But so like that's my worse. Friends, you, no. should, you should like the ones that we vetted. Right. I don't know that y'all vetted. Sometimes I don't know about y'all. Oh, but somebody off the street. So somebody off the street is safer than somebody that we tried to vet. Well, because I'm, I'm Jeffrey, just tell the truth. What's the, what's the thirst trappy uh, feedback you get in person when people meet you after seeing you online with your pecs out? I'm really, like, I'm really trying to think. I don't. It's just so many. Like, oh, it's just so many compliments. <laughs> what can we do? Mine has not been. Okay, so mine is always about my voice. So the number one thing is not about how I look. Lately, it's, I'm sorry. I just, it's, lately, it's like, oh, so you really do be cooking. That's literally lately. Jeffrey, okay, so I'm, we're going to pair from Jeffrey because he's, he's sharing. Yeah, he's I not sharing know. the tea. <laughs> um, I think for you, uh, people probably think that you have great skin in person. Like, you, you're very, look, really, is that is that you blushing, friend? You, <laughs> you, you, you was like, oh. <laughs> no, I think for you, it's probably your skin and your smile. You and Lulu, I think you guys smile so much, which makes me want to giggle all the time. Again, mine is not physical. Mine is about my voice. I really need to learn accents. Because London, Home Goods, Boston, the hospital, my mom in the emergency room, people keep on walking up because they hear my voice and they follow it. So I need to learn an accent. Second one is from guys <laughs> is they they never know that I have breasts until they meet me in person. Because yeah. I don't post thirst traps, which means you guys barely, never see my titties online. You should definitely show them titties. You definitely post people have traps. no idea how... We'll get you a bustier. <laughs> oh, a lot of people have no idea how chesty I am and I don't think about it. Mm-hmm. And because I'm body positive, you know, I'll be wearing V-necks and crop tops. I don't be giving a fuck. So when people go from not seeing my breasts at all to seeing me in person there, I was like, oh, that's a lot. Okay, so we still got a whole another what, month and a half left in the year. So by December 31st, we need a thirst trap from Blue. Yes. No, yes, I that's am not your homework great. That's We're saying it right here on camera. Blue, we need a thirst trap we by December 31st. I wouldn't even know how to post a thirst trap. You're going to figure what it out. What makes it a thirst trap? We, we, well, we listen, figure it you out. have two creative directors that can help you. Bam. If you really What is the intention of this? <laughs> to do something different. <laughs> to do something different. Just do something different. And I'm going to What if my husband's watching now? He think I'm a hoe. He needs to know. He knows I'm a hoe. Let stop. Well, I was going to say, if one picture determines that he's probably not your husband. That's very true, actually. So. Yeah. Actually, you know what's so interesting? I was just telling my, my, my homegirl, I don't think I want a husband unless he makes sense. I think that that's the that's way it's supposed people, to be. Yeah. yeah, that's not how it is. Everybody's like, no, we need a husband. Yeah. I was like, no, yeah. I know so many people who are married and miserable and just got married oh, to check so it off. I only want to get married if it's actually an enhancement. I only want to get married if the paperwork is done properly. Oh, wow. <laughs> is this a cash <laughs> grab, friend? I mean, at this point. <laughs> what if he didn't have a pot to piss in, but he, he had a beautiful heart? Make that well, th- that's fine, but not. <laughs> that's cute for you. That's girl. cute for you, right? <laughs> you fall in love and have this fairy tale, right? Wait, so not let me, me girl. So let me get this. I fall in love before. I'm sorry, I'm marrying for 
for security now. Wow. So let me get this straight. You wouldn't babysit my 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 boyfriend's kids if I had if he had any. I have a four hour time limit. No, you you guys both said it was ghetto of me to even ask it's, last episode. Yes, ghetto of you to have it, but blue. Wait I'll a do minute, it for that's you. not ghetto for me to fall in love with a man with children. Four. <laughs> I know. I didn't say four. Oh, I thought it was four. No, I said any kids. You guys thought I was ghetto for him to have any kids at all. You said no, more, more than one. One. one Y'all said more yeah, than one. one that's fine. not four, friend. You see how quickly your minds jump from one to four. One is fine. And again, I have a four hour time limit. I will babysit and play with. Give him all the chocolate. Send them back all sick. Yeah. Nah, Jeffrey. Don't fall asleep. Just turn the heat on. I honestly think that dating has taught me that um, sometimes being single is the the healthiest thing for all parties involved. Like, not everybody needs to be dating. Yeah. This is the truest thing. They say there's love for everybody, but not everybody's ready for it. Sure. Wanting love and deserving love and being ready for love are two very different things. Vastly. Have you ever thrown somebody back in the ocean because you thought they were amazing for you but just too early like they just hadn't finished baking nope. yet <laughs> so you just rub on everything huh i fall fast oh my god i'm planning the wedding in the first week right fast and loose yeah but then if and it don't work then, right in then. the same week so how long so so within a week you've fallen in love and fallen out of love um if i like somebody oh yeah i'm planning out like i've got all the plans vacations what turns you off then if you're that bought in in the beginning? Um, I mean, you small know, just things. small thing. Yeah, it just don't work out. Give no, give me an example because your don't work out sounds trivial. It's it's changed. Like now where I am, my, I'm just I. I need you to be authentic. I need you to be yourself. As soon as I can just smell a little bit of like contrived, yeah. yeah, contrived, I'm out. I just want the most authentic. I want to know the give worst parts of you up front. But Jeffrey, you you request a lot of intimacy up front. Not everybody has, is equipped for that. Yeah, because I don't have time to present a representative of Jeffrey. When I meet you, I'm gonna let you know everything up front. I deal with my friends. It's because you feel I'm... safe, but some people just don't feel safe, and they need to feel safe first. You wouldn't that, wait, huh? That's why I'm single. Damn, Jeffrey. I mean, I feel him because I'm like, I'm. It's very hard for me to open up as well. Like. It's really hard. Y'all were so open when I met y'all. It's hard to think of you guys like that. Yeah. Because we weren't trying to have sex with you. Right? That's true. See, I treat everybody the same when I'm trying to have sex with you. But I treat everybody the same. I'm just as open with y'all. I've definitely stuck my foot in my mouth with people I was trying to date a couple of times. You it's got spicy with them. <clears throat> yes. But I'm just like, I, I can't do nothing but be Jeffrey. I can't do anything but be me. You can't soften it a little bit, make them feel safer, and then request them to show you all their biggest hopes and fears? No, because I don't want you to fall in love with this version of me. And then when you're getting real me, you're like, oh, you changed. Oh, so it's you don't like, want to no, evolve. Not- He's like, no, because be, it will be short-lived. That's not really ever going to be me. I just, look, I accept people at face value. Accept me as I am. And let's make this okay, Mary J. I mean, <laughs> it, it does make sense. And when you see all the relationships that are happening right now and all the mess that people have to get used to, I don't want to get copyright strikes, so please don't sing no more. We're not, <laughs> not going to get a penny for this episode if you keep singing. I'm thinking about the Will and Jada thing and their fall from grace. And then, you know, yesterday morning, I woke up to the news that we all woke up to. Um, uh, Will Smith's former assistant alleged to Tasha K. Tasha, I still haven't learned my Ain't lesson. That the girl Cardi B suit? Yeah, she hasn't learned her lesson. Hmm. She alleged she has a guest who's alleging as Will Smith's former assistant that he walked in on Will Smith being murdered in the booty hole by Dwayne Martin. Oh. Will Smith ain't did nothing to nobody. And okay. everybody got Will Smith's name in this. He Jada. said Will was bent over and Dwayne Man, Dwayne Martin was murdering his butt, butthole. And but that's an old rumor. Like they were talking it's about. It's also that. an ugly thing to say if that was ever your friend. Yeah. Even if it was true, I think it's nasty mm-hmm. to like speak in that way. Well, Jada has come out and said, "I we're suing everybody, and it's not true." Okay, Jada. Uh, Oop. 
No, thank you for standing up for your man. Oh, okay. I'm about to say, because no, y'all no, love no, to say she a, don't no, stand no, up for no, her yeah. man, but now that's that she is, you got me stank, right? Oh, that was a hand clap. Thank really? you for that standing was, up That was a dry-ass hand clap, oh, friend. Sorry, you know I've been drinking, but no, that's what I was like, okay, Jada. I'm like, yes. That was a yes. Okay, Jada. We caught, you know we filmed this, right, friend? I know, but that's, that's why I went cleared up. That was a, okay, Jada, like, thank you. It's so okay. We're going to run back the tape. I'm not sure that's what actually happened. So Jada's saying she's suing everybody. Good. Will has not responded. Good. I think it's good he doesn't respond. Yeah. Like, you don't got to respond to everything. Does, Does it matter? To Jada? <laughs> I, I mean, you know what? <laughs> Does right. that matter? I, I thought it was interesting that she responded on his behalf. Good. He slapped Chris on her behalf. Ooh. Yeah. That, it and got real said, toxic. And she said that got him back together. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to hold you. If my partner, That's I'm not like, condoning violence. Sex again. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're having sex again because he started hitting people. He was like, ooh, box, is that you? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Let me stop. Well, that's mean. I feel bad. We shouldn't speak ill of the dead. No, I really do think that aggression, when it comes to your partner protecting you, can be sexually arousing. For sure. Mm -hmm. You think men would feel like that? Like if you had a like, you think if if a guy was dating a woman who was very protective and was like getting rowdy on his behalf? Because I've had guy friends tell me they actually don't like that because if she says something crazy, he's the one who still has to fight at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like for me it's different because my boyfriend he I won't say he likes to fight, mm -hmm. but he's very efficient at it. Right. <laughs> I mean he's, he's he's six foot ten and looks like master. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, he he can. Can, he, yeah. And he's like a black belt and two different like you know. Competencies. I don't know if that's what you call it. You better it. brag on your man. I no, had a black belt twice, girl. No, but I say that to say that that's why he'd be like, you know, whatever. Like, talk your shit. Oh, he don't mind you starting a ruckus because he can end it for you. Yeah, but I also be start like, and I, I told somebody, I'm like, I was starting ruckuses way before we got together. <laughs> <laughs> it's nerve-wracking to go out with Lutasha. <laughs> wow. And Brandy. <laughs> Because oh yeah, I was I was both of them they yesterday. Are gorgeous women, mm -hmm. and <laughs> and they will fight. Niggas is niggas, mm -hmm. and if one of them say something to them, somebody has to stand up for them. But I don't even cancer women it. are a little crazy. I'm not even gonna hold you, cancer women. Y'all y'all be a little ticky ticky boom. And what's it to you? Like I, I feel what's like, it to you? Who I, have to call the cops? See, I'm see. ready. <laughs> I'm like I think I'm also ready for the smoke myself. Like I'm not like Jeff. Why you ain't help me? I'm like you bitch. are, but we ain't. You know we. Ain't but why must there be smoke, friend? Too. That's true. I'm I'm very much reformed. So basically, Jeff's gonna get canceled. You're gonna get arrested. This show yeah. is on its last leg. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That was next the week. We sitting here by herself shooting. Right. Hey y'all. Humanized. Welcome to I'm, human eyes. I'm the only it's human me. left. It's me again. I'm the only human left. So you don't ever worry about like just getting arrested, friend? Mm -mm. I thought but, you have been. Oh shit. I've never been arrested. Mm -mm. I mean, the cops have come, but she was never arrested. <laughs> the cops shit. definitely came. But also when I did used to be more aggressive physically, like I was younger, like in my twenties and stuff like that. Like I don't really do stuff like so that. So you, you got tired. I do, See but that? I do talk we'll talk, say some slick shit to a nigga, but I have to be antagonized. Like I would it would antagonize <laughs> Ant antagonized or spoken to. <laughs> oh <laughs> damn, No, I think that I'm actually nice to men who like who approach me. Because I remember one time, I'll never forget when I was in LA and this guy was like, we don't want to talk to black women because y'all always frowning up every time you say hello. So if a, a man says something to me, I'll be like, hey, da, da, da. like I'm nice. Like Brady is not nice. <laughs> but like, I'll just be like, okay. Brady yeah, told that. us last night that she knows she's in trouble if she's attracted to a man because she's only attracted to mess. 
And I was like, damn, <laughs> that's a conversation to have with your therapist. <laughs> did you go through that phase of only being attracted to toxic city? Because I no, went through that phase. I, did, I absolutely did not. Oh, I, yeah, I did. Yeah. I, I Jeffrey, never, I know you did. I was waiting for yeah. you to lie here on the show because I know you did. <laughs> well, no, because I was thinking, I'm like, oh, no, I didn't fall in love with toxic. But like in thinking of everything, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that was toxic. So, yeah. yeah, no, no. Yeah. I used to get really, really a lady boner for some mess. Yeah, and, no, and now I, it's the opposite. I see it and I get gas. So no, see, I like I had this guy when I, and this happened to me in high school, and I feel like I, it forever changed me. Who I thought he was never like toxic, but he was kind of just like, oh, okay, okay. And then like I realized one day that he like wasn't super into me, and I was like, oh no, I need a man to make me feel like I am the one. There's nobody else. That's you want it. him to be obsessed with you I, then. I need him to be obsessed because if you act indifferent, like that literally makes my pussy dry. Like I can't, mm. I cannot deal with I'm it. I'm finally getting there, but yeah. I've never been with someone who I've ever felt was obsessed with me exclusively. Really? And it, and it backfires sometimes. No, have you lust. ever been obsessed with somebody? Well, here's the thing that's so interesting. I've been with people who we were obsessed with each other from a place of lust, but I'm talking about the relationship part, like we're clothes on. Mm -hmm. So, like physical obsession, yes, that I know well, but like emotional obsession, like I want to be your earth and your stars the people who usually feel like that about me and i don't feel the same way about them so and the people who i feel that way about like it's never aligned where we both like the, the thirst has been mutual mm. so i think for me that's my new thing is i'm not interested unless the thirst is mutual because i went from being the one obsessed to constantly dating people who were obsessed and realized that i didn't like either mm. it doesn't feel good when you're having the best time ever because i'm sitting next to you and i could really be at home and, and be happier mm. but see i pick from the obsessed people like the every anybody who's not obsessed you're not even in the running, the running mm -hmm. for America's Next And then you work up to being obsessed back. Yeah. Yeah. Like if, if, if somebody's obsessed with me, because some girls like men who are obsessed with them, but they don't, and they like being at a distance. I need to feel it. I like that feeling well, of it, thirst it's for gonna someone. It is, it's going to take me regardless. Like even if I'm super attracted or like initially involved, it's still going to take me like a second to like get over the hump because I'm a cancer. I got that shell. So you're going to have to get, get through that shell regardless of how I feel or how I'm attracted to you. But I need somebody who, because I'm like not going to make an effort. So he's going to have to do everything, especially in the beginning, because I'm going to be looking at you like, what, what you doing here? So See, unless you're recorded, wow. I live in a perpetual honeymoon phase. Oh, Jeffrey, wow. <laughs> like mine is not you're a- You're a public menace. Mine, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> mine is not like, I think they say the honeymoon phase is like two years or yeah, something. Yeah, like two years. Yeah, no, mine is, if I am not obsessed with you throughout the duration, and I've had three serious relationships, and all three, like, you know, whether it was ups and downs, whatever, I had this- quote unquote obsession, like I was still in this honeymoon phase. This deep desire for them. Yeah, the entire time, even you know, after we get out of our arguments, whatever, and everything's good, I get back into this honeymoon phase. So when I fall out of that, that's when I'm like, oh, this is You over. know what? I was talking shit, but I think I'm the same way. Yeah. I think when I really like somebody, there's a giddy child living inside there, of me that's all like, the yeah! time. Like all the time. <laughs> and, I, and like literally, it's either that or we broke up. Yeah. Like I don't know how to there's not. There's no gray space. It's yeah. black and white. Oh my, and we, yeah. I think we're both Tauruses with Gemini Risings and Gemini Venuses. Yep. It's the Gemini fucking us up, child. Probably. We need to feel stimulated around. Like I can't, like I, you literally are not even considered. Like it, I, there, I can't even be giddy about somebody who's not obsessed with me. Like I, what, what do you you just gonna sit there? No, I no, I I think I think it actually does make sense to only be attracted by emotional investment. Yeah, I, I used to make a list of all the things I wanted, but if somebody has all those things but they don't want me, it, it doesn't. It really, it really it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It does not fucking matter. Yeah. Like that's like the the biggest thing. Like I have a friend who has like all this list, and I was like, you didn't even put on air. Like he like you back. He like you back. <laughs> <laughs> what does all this mean? Yeah. If, that, if it doesn't belong to you, Jeff, do you have something that would make you say like, damn, okay, this is my person? 
Uh, like one specific thing? Is there, is there like a, a certain feeling or moment or activity that you could do with someone that tells you that this might be your person? <laughs> There's an activity. <laughs> you mean coitus, sexual relations? There is an activity that can, you know, oh, I'm make nervous. or break this relationship. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm going to look at the camera because I'm uncomfortable and I do not want to know what it is. Um, oh, you know what it is. Yeah. Oh, I do know what it is. Ew. <laughs> okay, so um, aside from that, uh-huh. Ain't no aside from that. If that don't work, we don't work. <laughs> I, there's no space. So Jeff says you got to be good with his sex. Okay, yeah. Lulu, is there a thing that you feel that would make you like, this might be my person? Um, I think that, like, patience and, you know, just somebody who's really comfortable with themselves. Like, I didn't realize how much I needed that yeah. until, you know, I got with one with my most recent person, and he's just so comfortable with himself, like... It doesn't matter what I'm doing, if I'm screaming, if I'm carrying on, if I'm drunk. I mean, he just be like, All That's right. That was like our favorite thing. We was always like, we like LeRon because he lets Lutasha be Lutasha. Yeah, you, know, you don't coach with you at all, friend. Like, sometimes, <laughs> right, sometimes you start dating somebody and like you show up and you're just not that same person. Yeah. Like Lutasha can't be nobody but Lutasha. You really can't. I thought you were going to be, a, you know, when people get in relationships, you see another side yeah, of them. Yeah. There was another side, Listen, friend. You know, also, I was like, what was her? Also, he's, you know, he's a little bit older. And so it's like, you know, she would like, Tone down who Tasha is, and baby, let me tell you. No, I think she. I, th I think she turned it up. Is more her than I've ever known her to be. And and, and it, that's a little, it's a little chaotic sometimes, friend. <laughs> and and he's like, yeah, that's my girl. And he, yeah, right. <laughs> Lebron, just, he is a solid. I, is I a love great that for dude. you, and yes. I love that you don't have to shrink for him because you you always yes. make comments about I'm such a big girl, I'm so tall, and I was like, that man could let you be another foot taller. Right. He, he, would, he would not give would a not shit. Care. He would care. I think for me, the thing that makes me know that I'm with my person is um, I'm excited to see them and they're excited to see me back. Like that, again, that, the, the, like the golden retriever running to the door. Yeah. Like I love like my eyes lighting up when somebody walked into the room. So if mm -hmm. we have that feeling where we're so excited we get to spend time together, then I know I'm in a good space. Mm -hmm. And also that I feel cared for even when they're mad or frustrated. Okay. A lot of people that I've met have been so charming and lovely mm -hmm. and they're dicks the minute they're inconvenienced by life or annoyed or challenged in any kind of way. And I have so many, particularly male friends who are kind to me, even when they disagree or don't understand. Yeah. And I'm recognizing how to me that's like central to my safety that you being good to me is not contingent on you having a good day. Sure. Mm -hmm. That's a big one. I had to learn that the hard way. I was like, oh, you're dangerous when you're angry. You're like a, <laughs> you're like a Sour Patch. First they're sweet, then they're sour. Like, no. Yeah. I've had too many Sour Patch kids. I need you to be sweet with me all the time. I, like yeah. I got to always want to like touch you, like hug you, grab you. Grab like, your booty a little bit. You know. <laughs> yeah, you know. That's the stories that you frame. Oh, you know, another thing I just thought about this based off of what you just said. Another thing that's important is like... Um, me being able to trust you. And when I say trust, I'm not even talking about like cheating or anything like that. Like I'm able to trust you. Like, cause when I somebody asked me like, you know, what do you, me and my boyfriend would fight about? I was like, we don't fight. We have discussions. I love that. And so like, we just discuss things. So like, if he tells me something that I don't agree with mm -hmm. or he has a different perspective, I trust that he's not trying to hurt me mm. and that he's not trying to like do something and pull the wool over my eyes. Like he's you like, trust no. his heart. Yeah. It's so, trust in somebody's heart. So like that kind of thing, like I, like I have trust with that. And I, so I'm able to be vulnerable because like I said, I have a hard shell. So like me being able to be vulnerable with him was super important because I'm like, he's not trying to bamboozle me. Mm. This isn't a trick. Put a banana in the tailpipe. Right. right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what's so interesting? It makes me think of, uh, what is that thing called? There's the a thing called the 80-20 rule, but it's not the regular 80-20 rule of like, you got to like somebody 80% to marry them. Mm -hmm. The 80-20 rule is when you're arguing with someone, 
whoever cares the most wins. Because sometimes somebody cares in an 80 yeah. and you're annoyed at a 20 mm-hmm. and you're fighting for your 20% of annoyance when it's something they really care a lot about. Yeah. So they say whoever cares the most wins unless it's like a 50-50, then you have to compromise. Mm-hmm. And the reason they're saying that is because people who compromise over everything, nobody ever wins. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be willing to let your partner have a win and they have to be willing to let you have a win so everybody feels satisfied so you don't feel like you're compromising for your entire fucking life. That'd be exhausting if you never got every like something you wanted without there being an asterisk next to it. People tend to yeah. resent that. Well, I think absolutely. And I, I don't know if it's because I'm, I have three siblings. Ooh. Compromise is my life. So uh, like, yeah. Yeah. Really, yeah. So like, I don't really think like, oh, if I'm compromising, I'm losing anything. But I think that that's my very specific, you know, upbringing and perspective. So again, like with my boyfriend, even if he's winning, I don't feel like I lost. It's, it's just grace. Like, like, it's okay. I can yeah, give it to you. Like, I could give it to you because this is more important to you than, like, I don't care about this specific thing. If this yeah. is important to you, like, sure. Like, whatever. Just like how my mom like, you got to share your food with your brother. I'm like, here, like, he has to eat. I guess. I guess, yeah. I'm annoyed. Yeah, I wanted whatever. that burger. Yeah, but yeah. here you go, yeah. He got to eat. Yeah, I'm, and I'm just not arguing anymore. I... <laughs> I just ain't got it. And we're back. We're back. Jeffrey, oh my God. We're back. I was so happy you're seeing that all men are men. Even the gay ones. Y'all think they're so sweet and shit? You win. You can have it. The one we do on 25 words or less? Yes. You can have it. That's the soldier fetus. Jeffrey ain't got no boundaries. He got guilty grace. He's giving kids candy for breakfast. I ain't got time to argue now. What am I arguing for? That is stress. And stress kills. Jeffrey, so does a lack of boundaries. He's just going to leave. He's just going to leave. That where you blocked it. Jeffrey, <laughs> you have turned into an amoeba. <laughs> just let's just, just like a shapeless being. Like, because whatever you say. Caring involves so much, and I was caring involves so, involve so much. And I have cared. I have cared. Caring is oh, exhausting for you. So caring it is, is exhausting. Exhausting. <laughs> well, it's worth it though. It is for people like you, ladies, who I love. You know what? Don't do that. Do you see? <laughs> you do you ladies. see this? You lovely ladies. You Not you. With vaginas. Wow. It, it works for y'all. I just, Fellas, I yeah, want you to know I, that I, unlike Jeff, it is okay for you to care. I'm not arguing. I'm not. Yeah. You You got it. It's yours. So you're argue, too tired. I, I take back a tired I man. Jeffrey's too tired. I don't argue. It's stupid. Like if I see, damn, if I it got see, worse. <laughs> I'm no, not arguing with you because you're an when idiot. When I say blue, you, y'all understand. Like when you can just tell somebody is because for me, it's never about being right. I don't feel like I'm ever trying to be right. I'm just like, but just listen to another perspective. Yeah, you don't have to agree with it, but just say, you know what? You have I to acknowledge it, it though. You don't have to agree with it. I can understand why a person could feel this way. But when I see you can't get past your point, I'm like, oh, you are stupid. I'm not oh, wow. I'm not even arguing with that. Yeah. And so I will I have no problem saying, you know, you're right. Because it ends the argument. It deads. I don't have to hear it no more. I have those are words. That's you know, what you did about that last week. Yeah, oh, it is. And we we were like, no, we're not taking that from you. Keep yeah. talking, sir. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to you. You're right. <laughs> look, look, it's interesting because I, what I do when, I, when I'm checking out, I'm like, oh, I bet. And I've heard that some people think that's that's combative. Maybe it's the the, the East Coast girl in me. Uh-huh. I'm like, but like, I, like at, at this point, whatever you say, you got it. And, and, and mm-hmm. I don't feel like, defeated. Okay. It's just that I don't need this. Like I don't I don't need the W here. I was trying to have us share ideas. Yeah. You won't even let go of any of yours. So you like, won't let go. Like it's okay. Just. But just see, like, your perspective. I, I'm really big on like trying to obtain understanding. When I'm in, you know, conversations like that, that's big for me. So I want somebody who's also doing the same thing. Yeah. That's important in relationships. I've realized at my big age is that I really want somebody who is also trying to get understanding. It's not even about I'm trying to change how you feel. Exactly. I just want you to know where I'm coming from. 
Acknowledgement. It, sorry, yeah. my, my mouth just hit the thing off. Alex, that was weird. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. I, I think I got a little trigger happy on that one. No, acknowledgement, I, I tell people all the time, nothing can be learned without acknowledgement. Because mm-hmm. if you won't even acknowledge my reality, then how am I supposed to feel comfortable entering yours? Yeah. And there, there are people in this world who will literally let you apologize which, for what you're trying to be the bigger person about, and they shot you in the face and like, all right, well, good talk. You'd be like, really? Right. It's like, you, you ain't wow. got nothing to say? Like, you have nothing to say. Yeah. I will say this, though. Sometimes people ask questions not to learn. They ask questions to diminish. Sure. And that's when I actually do not welcome questions. Like Some people, some people are asking you questions to poke holes mm-hmm. in your argument not to learn from you, and you can tell the difference. Yeah. Inquiring to learn and inquiring to diminish are two very different in- types of inquiry. I feel like you you really be asking, like, you'd be like, but why though, for real? Like, why? <laughs> like, you look so sincerely confused. Like, please unpack it for no, me. Like, sometimes I'm fine. because I do have thoughts and, like, I want to see, like, how did you come up with. Like, this? how did we get here? How did we get here? Like, I really want to know. Could you be with I someone just who. I'm looking for the holes stuff? in your story. That's why <laughs> I'm asking questions. Back to toxic. I'm looking for the holes in your story. <laughs> I'm looking for the lies. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's like, all you have to do is sometimes just ask and listen. I can find the holes in your story very easily. Well, guys, I, I hate to say this, but because we're in the studio and the studio is much more expensive. <laughs> And Zoom, um, we have to wrap up. I'm really excited that uh, we are entering uh, the, the time of giving thanks. We are going to be doing an episode right before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Are you guys going to be in town? What are your plans for this holiday season coming up? I'm going to be in Detroit. Um, I always go to Detroit for Thanksgiving because... You really love your family. I do love my That's family. Beautiful. Also, we are a football family and the Lions always play in Detroit. And nice. my dad used to play for the Lions, so we will be there. Mm-hmm. I will be here in LA watching Latasha and the family on Instagram. Because they are a hoot. <laughs> when we we are, home, I can imagine. When we go home, it is a hoot on Instagram. Yeah, I've seen some, some of your stories. Like, damn, they're having Doctoring a great time. Doctoring myself into some more photos, <laughs> more family photos. <laughs> well, I, I already mentioned this. Next week's episode is going to be a, a special uh, Latasha uh, spinoff uh, called uh, uh, Submissive Breadwinners, where we're going to have an investing. Lulu, I hope you do some prep. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Lulu's going to be walking us through her her quandaries, her qualms, and her questions about how these men expect us to be both submissive and pay their bills. Um, that's going to be an interesting expose. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Jeffrey. You, I feel like you're going to do your job as a toxic king right. to make sure that you speak on behalf. <laughs> Me, of, you know what. <laughs> Fake shot. Right, don't be fake shot. <laughs> to be shocked. As always, you guys know you can find Lou, Tasha at Lou underscore Lou one nine. Jeffrey at Jeffro five. Everything J E F R O five. You can find me at Blue Centric B L U E C E N T R I C. And also, please make sure to check out our On Thy Shift Self Mastery Workshop, where you can learn how to work through some of your internal dialogue and not be as toxic as some of our our panelists today. Well, um, the, the, you are not you, Lulu. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, is it me or Jeff? Me. Uh, the, the URL to register is ots24.eventbrite.com. And because it is the holiday season uh, for the next uh, two weeks until the end of November, uh, the class is $100 off for anybody who signs up this month. Uh, you guys know we're all just human beings doing human shit. So please be gentle with yourselves. Can we do a last toast, guys? Ooh, my glass is empty. Mine oh, too. Well, Hang on, we got more. Oh. Damn, y'all be drinking, drinking. Listen, you know. I was trying to make one glass the last the whole thing oh, you, you do gosh. the last toast what do you want to toast to um i want to toast to everybody please having a very safe holiday season and spend time with people you care about oh salute i love you Cheers. mother suckers <laughs> one, one, one more slur for the asmr <laughs> i was good all right bye y'all that was so cute <laughs> Electric acid. 
Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonise your mind, body and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together we explore vibrations, frequencies and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here. And I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric House Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now.